Hey everyone, welcome into another episode of the Level Up Experience. I'm your host, Chris Reed. Thank you all for taking time to be here. Really interesting podcast today. I dive into kind of my thoughts of what's going on with the traditional sports world coming into the esports world over the last, let's say, nine to 10 days. Uh, go through some of the um, kind of the news of last Wednesday, Thursday, when different leagues were canceling and suspending their seasons and how that's affected the esports space and how certain teams and organizations have looked to esports and looked to uh, streaming platforms to engage with fans that they otherwise wouldn't be able to do. So it's a really interesting topic. It's, I think it's an important inflection point in the industry. When we look back a number of years from now, we're going to look at this as a major turning point for the adoption rate when it comes to people seeing what esports is about and how they're using streaming platforms to engage with fans and followers. So if you guys enjoy, thank you all so much. I just want to take a, a minute. Thank you all so much for the five-star rating and reviews. It, it really does mean a lot for me, uh, for you guys to do that. Um, it really does help out the podcast as well. And I know some are listening, like, on you know, you don't have the device on you to do the review when you're listening, but if somehow you could you could do that, and if it's only, only if it's worth it, for sure, only if it's worth the five-star or a good rating or a bad rating, guys, whatever you want to do, I'd love to get the feedback and let me know. You can also uh, touch base with me. Best ways to be on LinkedIn. It's Chris Reed, C-R-I-S-R-E-E-D. You can also hit me up on Twitter. It's Level Up EXP, Level Up EXP on Twitter, and then Level Up Experience on TikTok if you're on TikTok. So thank you all for being here. Again, thank you so much for the reviews and feedback, and hope you guys enjoy. Rethinks is also a segment on podcastgameconsultant.com. You can also search on iTunes or Spotify, Game Consultant. And Ryan Eye does a great job uh, with content in the gaming space. He's been in the space for a number of years. Um, so go check it out. Uh, it will be on there each week, which typically drops on Sunday. So we'll see you all over there as well. Right now, I want to thank you for the opportunity to do this segment again. I'm really excited to do this. And I was kind of going through what we should call this. And, and I have a name, but I want to make sure that everybody knows what this is going to be about. So each week, my goal is to bring uh, my thoughts from the esports industry. So knowing that, I'd like to call this Read Thinks. It's definitely not going to be um, a rote thing looking at team scores and things like that because you can get that anywhere. So it's going to be a little bit more about what I've internalized in the space, what has happened, um, and just kind of my thoughts as to what's going on. So we're going to jump right into this. Um, look, last Wednesday was a, just a, a huge inflection point in a day that in the traditional sports world people will never forget because Wednesday is the day that the National Basketball Association suspended their season. And I it was crazy when they it was um it was Wednesday evening and the uh the video of Mark Cuban, the owner of the Dallas Mavericks, when he found out he jolted back in his seat and I mean he was just shocked. Um so if he was that shocked, I mean think about everybody else. It was just it just sent a wave through uh through Twitter and just people were just it was just um it was wild. So once that happened, it was obviously a cascading effect, other leagues uh, canceled by, by you know within 24 hours or not canceled but suspended their seasons, um, and then you know, for example college basketball NCAA they they did cancel um, the the entire um, March Madness and I mean basketball country so everybody was a little upset about that but you know people have to get over it it's what it is what it is um, it's a situation that we're all unfortunately in but Wednesday and Thursday was a massive day um, just for traditional sports because it was halted and it opened up the opportunity for the esports space because 
literally what happened was there was nothing left. There was nothing left of traditional sports. You, you can't consume traditional sports right now unless it's reruns. So that opened up the opportunity to go into the digital space, to go into the streaming world, to, to engage with fans in a different way or potentially a different way because I think a lot of look esports and kind of the digital world streaming has been a one-off in my opinion in general in general in the with the mainstream as far as oh yeah we'll get to that we'll do a few streams here and there but it's never been looked at like the primary way to engage with fans and followers so once that happened Wednesday Thursday I want to go over a couple things for the some of the transitional stories of what's happened to these physical events that have went to streaming for example so the Phoenix Suns moved quickly on this. So this is an article from ArizonaSports.com. Suns turned to Twitch to play Mavericks during NBA postponement. So within 24 hours, the Suns came out and said, okay, we're going to play the rest of the regular season on NBA 2K. It was a massive announcement. People on Twitter going crazy. The NBA 2K scene, obviously they've been waiting for something like this um, as far as exposure and talking about the community and things like that. Um because the article actually said just because there's no NBA season doesn't mean there's no basketball. So it's that it's that transition from the physical world to the digital world, essentially, and then streaming this on Twitch. So how they did this was a streamer, Antonio Saldivar, represented the Suns, while Lawrence Buddy Norman, um, the brand ambassador for Mavericks Gaming, represented Dallas Mavericks. Um, and they end up playing. In the, it's uh, Phoenix actually ended up losing, uh, so the Mavericks won 150 to 136. But this was a regular season game that's supposed to be played on Friday, and they played this on Twitch on Thursday on NBA 2K. There were here. This is the numbers. It's amazing. There were more than twelve thousand five hundred people at peak watching this game, which made it a top ten stream on Twitch, which is absolutely incredible. So something is kind of put together, uh, and again, not putting this down. The, I think a lot of the execution could have been better. But look, they did this within twenty four hours. They, you know, they got the announcement. They said, okay, we're going to move it to Twitch. Um, they got a couple streamers together. And they did it. So um, obviously execution can be better, but things get better over time, right? And we'll talk about this in just a second. Um, but yeah, over 12,500 people watched that stream at one point uh, for peak. And it was a top 10 stream. It's absolutely incredible. So look at that engagement. I mean, understand the engagement there. And this was on the, their Twitch channel. It was Phoenix underscore Suns. There was kind of a controversy. They didn't put the link in the in on uh, some of their tweets, and people didn't know where to go. So think about that. I mean, once that execution is cleaned up, think about all the engagement they're going to have throughout the rest of the season. So it was just a big moment for the Suns. I think you know the decision makers there. They did a great job to get that on Twitch to get that going and engaging with their fans. Uh, also, obviously with with the Mavericks being able to do that as well. Um, so it was it was a, that was a really interesting story. And that was the first one that really broke. So Kellen Olson went on Twitter and, and said this Suns' first Twitch stream with the games left on the schedule via playing NBA 2K was a tremendous success. Viewership kept climbing, a rarity on Twitch. At one point, it was over twelve thousand five hundred viewers, which put them as a top ten among all live channels on the platform. Awesome stuff. So that was kind of the NBA side. The, the other story I wanted to bring up was uh, Formula One. Um, Formula One, obviously, with everything else, um, had a, that had an event this weekend was going to be canceled uh, or, or was suspended technically. And so the event was suspended. It was an event in Australia. It was the Australian Grand Prix that was scheduled for Sunday. Well, they said the, kind of the same thing. They said, okay, that if it's going to be suspended, we're going to go to Twitch and we're going to engage with our followers there. We're going to give them something to watch. We're going to give them something to consume. So what they did is they had this is from uh, talksport.com. 
they had uh, Lando Norris of McLaren. They had him come on, and uh, he had over, he has over two hundred thousand followers on Twitch, and they broadcasted the battle and they called it "Not in the AUSGP," so kind of the moniker "Not the Australian Grand Prix," which was also hosted by Valacha Esports. I mentioned Valacha Esports because Jamie McLaurin and his team is coming on Level Up Experience, so can't wait to talk to those guys in the next couple of weeks. So make sure to check that out. Um, but this, you thought those numbers were huge? In NBA 2K. Listen to this. The live stream proved to be a huge fit with fans, getting over 70,000 viewers and smashing F1's all-time concurrent record. On the broadcast, he said, I'm so happy right now. I'm shivering kind of nuts. Am I the highest viewed on Twitch right now? I never thought I'd get here. Feels like a lot of support for me. Thank you very much. The number one Twitch stream? This was the number one Twitch stream. Like People have to understand how big of a deal that is. So an event that wasn't going to happen, they transitioned it to Twitch and really not knowing what the engagement was going to be. So, you know, kudos uh, to decision makers. It's moving. That's, that's taking the risk and the chance of doing it. I think it's the right move. Um, they did it. And look what happened. Number one, the number one Twitch stream is absolutely incredible. It's absolutely incredible. And so the engagement is there. Uh, people want this to happen. They want to be able to watch this event because the physical event's not happening and you're not going to get the exact viewership potentially right on on traditional on net, traditional networks but you're going to get incredible engagement that you otherwise wouldn't have if they didn't do this guess how much engagement they would have got zero so think about that you're going to see a, it's just a huge point right now for esports uh, as far as connecting people and again more than just watching an event but really connecting people the social aspect you know we're, we're talking about social distancing well this brought tens of thousands of people together so people have to think about that. It's like it's the it's the it's the anti-social distancing, but we're also so social distancing in the physical world. So I know I went a little deep on that, but it's this is really interesting. Um, it's going to continue. Obviously, we have no idea with the coronavirus what's going to happen. We, we I mean, people have you know speculations and all that. We have no idea how long this is going to be. Um, and until then, until physical events start happening again, you're gonna, they're going to have to turn to Twitch. They're going to turn to YouTube. They're going to have to turn to streaming. Um, to have that in, type of engage that live engagement, so I'm really excited to see what happens with it and all the different activations that we're going to see. Rhinot, thanks again for having me on. I really appreciate it. So turn in next week for another rethinks.